0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Did you ever think of your local credit union as the place where you could get your mortgage? We're joined for our weekly money spot by Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent, because you've been looking into the rates on offer from the credit unions, and how do they compare to our banks?
1: They compare well, Matt. Credit unions have always been the sleeping joints of irish financial services and uh, suddenly now they are very very competitive because they've had rates that they don't change lending rates mortgage rates they don't change and they are not affected by changes in the european central bank as you know Matt, the european central bank rate has gone up seven times uh, since last summer but the credit union they set their own rate their funding model is completely different. What they do is they use the money they get in in savings; they lend that out. Uh, that's that's their model. So they're not, um, you know, beholding to the European Central Bank or the wholesale money markets. They're not going out there borrowing money in the markets. So it's a completely different model. They're, 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 they have all of this money; they have like excess savings, about seventeen billion euros in savings. Um, you now there are restrictions on what they can loan out in mortgages that's set by the regulators, but. They have huge spare capacity, about 2.1 billion euros to loan out mortgages. And they're extremely competitive, Matt. You can get rates as low as 2.75 from some credit unions. Now, obviously, you, know, you, you can't just go to any credit union. You have to live in the area or work in a job that that credit union is attached to. But, you know, edu- if you're in the secondary school sector, education credit union they have a rate of 2.75% variable. Now, the thing about a variable rate in a credit union is it's not going to change the way you know, variable rates have changed a lot in banks. As I say, their model is different. Um, but you can get a fixed rate, for example, St. Canis' is down at Kilkenny and Parsa Carlo Leish, 3.15 three-year fix. 3.15 year fix. Those rates knock the socks off what the banks are offering, and particularly the non-bank lenders. Some of the variable rates at the non-bank lenders now are are over six and a half, nearly six and a half percent. And you take some of the Dublin credit unions' progressive, three and a half percent variable, savvy three point two five. You know the. These, they really, really are now competitive. So they're kind of putting it up to the banks really now okay. It's good to what see about it,
0: the, you know? What about the criteria for getting one of these loans, apart from having to live in the locale or being an employee or in a job which has a credit union? Are they bound by the same central bank rules, for example, in relation to having to have a deposit? And do you actually have to have a proven saving record over a period of time with a credit union before it will give you a big loan like a mortgage
1: well to take the end of your question first matt you don't have to have a kind of savings history that rule has gone out so you can just walk into a credit union uh if and if you meet the criteria they call it the common bond in other words are you in the area that this credit union covers or as you say do you work uh in, in, in where this you know with this credit union has has a, a reach if you cover, that, if you uh, you know, if if you qualify for that, you you can join that credit union straight away and apply for a mortgage. You don't need to have to be saving for six months or whatever. Of course, it helps if you do, you know, because it looks better. It makes it, you know, it, the, y- y- you're going to tick a lot more boxes. But they are as well subject to the same lending criteria as the banks and the non bank lenders. So in other words, you have to have a ten percent deposit if you're a first time buyer, and if you're a first time buyer you can borrow maximum four times your income. Remember, those moves were, were were relaxed at the start of this year. It used to be three and a half times your income. It's now four times if you're a first-time buyer and three and a half times for others. So there's still be thorough same lending criteria and you would be stress-tested. So, you know, just to make sure there's no irresponsible lending, we know to our costs what that, what, what that leads to. But... um. But there is a little bit of flexibility as well around credit unions. You know, Sorry no Charlie, view.
0: can I just clarify as well though, does the credit union have access to your credit record that you would have mm-hmm. uh, previous be- dealings with banks for example?
1: Yes, that's a, there's a credit record uh, system run by the central bank, the central credit register. Uh, yeah, all the credit unions uh, link into that. They supply information to it and they can see as well if you've missed uh, payments with a credit card provider or... You know, if you, if you um, you're, you know if you've, you've run up problems elsewhere, and and also they're, 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 like a bank as well, they examine your, your 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 spending. And if you're piling money on, you know, uh, football matches and courses or whatever, and in, in betting, that's not going to look bad. It's not going to look good for a mortgage application. So it's the same kind of lending criteria. You have to meet affordability criteria. But you know, they, they have all this money. They have very good rates, and they can be flexible as well in some ways that. The, The ordinary banks are not.
0: Okay, are there any catches, though, Charlie? Because this sounds almost too good to be true, yet why is it that the credit unions have such a small share of the mortgage market that the main banks have way over 90% of it?
1: Well, there is some catches, yeah. As I say, you know, every credit union sets its own rate. Now, they are moving to change that, There's legislation going through the door at the moment, which will allow the credit unions to centralise what they're offering and market it on a national basis so they could all have the same rate and offer it nationally, but that's not there yet. And, you know that that would be like setting up a big credit union cooperative, if you like. And um, so they all have their own rates. The other big downside, I think, Matt, is if you're a first-time buyer, the credit unions are not yet plugged into this first, um, first home scheme. You know, this um, the equity um, participation that the government will take an equity share in your home if you, you know, you can't get a, over the line with a mortgage, and and that, that can mean. If you combine it with the help to buy, they can take about a, the state can take a twenty percent equity share in your in so, your home.
0: Why not? I mean, if the credit unions are almost the purest form of borrowing, why is it that the state isn't facilitating credit unions in the shared equity scheme, while it does take in the banks?
1: if I, it's, it's slightly more complicated. I mean, it would require the credit unions to join that scheme. You know, it's open to them. But they're waiting to set up this kind of federated mortgage offering, and they will do it then. It'll come. You know, they're setting up a, a credit union services organization to offer to do all the back-end stuff for mortgages and, and, and you know, as I say, offer a national rate and national marketing. So it, they will join it at that stage. So it will come, but it's just not there at the moment. I suppose the other reason people don't don't use credit unions for mortgages is they just don't think of a credit union as a place where you get a mortgage. It's just considered it's a place you go to for the car loan or the holiday loan. People don't haven't been thinking about it as a mortgage offer, mortgage provider. But that is changing. So you know they're now moving into this area. They have a lot of extra money to to, to loan out, and they're starting to starting from a low base. You know, and in the years of September, the central bank says only about ninety four million was loaned out in in mortgage loans. Uh, by about 78 credit unions. So look, at, they have a bit to go, but they're they're starting to build it up. And with, with rates as attractive as that, a lot of people who are on trackers, which have become expensive, or people even trapped with PEPPER, are now considering moving over to the credit unions um, uh, as a good option, you know. And, and, and first-time buyers, many first-time buyers are taking out a, a mortgage with a credit union. I spoke at Trada credit union recently, uh, at, a, at, a, at a seminar and they had loads of first time buyers there interested in the, the offering that the credit union has.
0: One other thing I want to ask you about Charlie Weston before we go. What's this about younger people turning to cryptocurrency?
1: Yeah, there was an interesting research put out by the Banking and Payments Federation uh, when they looked at kind of people's, uh, you know, what's their approach to investments and to advice and whatever. And very interesting on crypto, you know, it's 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 essentially something that's attractive for younger people. Uh, about one in six, eighteen to thirty-four year olds invest in crypto. If you if you look at the over fifty-five, Matt, it's only about three percent. So it's very much a young person thing. Crypto. They also take advice. They're more inclined to take advice from informal sources like friends or family or influencers online, internet influencers. But um, they're beginning. You mean
0: even people who may not know what they're talking about? Spoofers,
1: yeah. You know, I mean, and look at, you know, older people are subject to that as well. Listen to some bore down in the golf club saying, "Oh, I made a lot of money on X, but whatever, you know." But um, young people in particular seem to take their advice from. Uh, they don't go and ask an advisor. That that's not the route they go, uh, and they're big into crypto, even though the the, the central bank governor he's he's a vocal critic of it and keeps saying you know there's irresponsible marketing of crypto and he says he said recently call it what it is it's not an investment crypto is a ponzi scheme is what he said so he's fairly forthright on it but still uh, younger people have been piling into crypto. They will have got burned, a lot of them. But um, you know it, that, that that's mainly what's happening there. On okay. Sorry.
0: Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent, is ever. Thank you for being with us here. The last word with Matt Cooper weekdays, weekdays from 4:30. Today is-